Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Cudder, Woulda, Shudder. This week, I'll be doing an A to Z of brains, and I'm on H for hormones. I'll also be reading some of my book, Be Your Best Brain, and looking at some reviews from around the world for our show, and maybe even talking about some of my favorite brains from history. It's a solo John Mango effort today, as Barrett isn't with us. So we're on episode 68. As I said, it will just be me today. I've just realized the intro makes it sound like Barrett has died. Barrett has not died. Barrett is alive and well on the west coast of America. He's at some kind of advice conference, which he says he'll tell us all about when he gets back. So I'm excited for that. He has sent me a postcard and he has been very explicit that he is staying away from, quote, Silicon Valley and all the bad tech stuff. So that's what he's up to right now. But me, this week, I have fostered a tiny little cat. Um, Somebody I know needed to get rid of one really quickly. So I've now got Mrs. Biggleston. Um, I didn't name her that, obviously. Um, Sort of just sleeps all day. Sort of like trots around with a little bell on. Sleeps eats tuna pretty easy really um so that's been me for the past week i've been thinking about doing more stuff for my book maybe like a tour or something or reading snippets out on this website called twitch that someone told me about um when you basically do stuff and people watch you sounds all right to me like i'll do that it's just reading isn't it so barrett's over in america Doing a load of uh, fun stuff. Um, and, you know, that's just been me for this week. Let's get on with the normal bits of the podcast then. A, B, C, D, E, F, A to Z of brains. So, A to Z of brains, one of my favourite segments to do. This week, we're up to H, so... Let's have a look at hormones, shall we? What are hormones? Right, well, the word comes from the Greek, setting in motion. Um, I don't know why, but that, that's a fact. I don't really know why the Greeks got to name everything. Um, doesn't really seem fair, because I'd like to have a go, really. Um, like, if I find something, they'll have already named it, you know, but eh, whatever. Another quick fact, my favourite hormone is thromboxane. Just, it's just fun to say, isn't it? Um, so let's give you a bit of a rundown of what they actually are. Hormones are loads and loads of different chemicals. Don't tell Barrett about this, by the way. He would not like this A to Z of brains at all if he was here. That's why I've, you know, that's why I thought I'd do one like this now. Um, it's good that it lined up for hormones, you know, weak age. 
So there are a lot of different chemicals and a lot of them are for communication between organs and tissues in invertebrates, not invertebrates, invertebrates. I hope that makes sense. They control behavioral activities like digestion, sleeping, stress induction, growth, mood, and lactation. And that's that's just your like signaling hormones, right? So there's four types of hormones, and this is just for doing like signaling in your body. And those are endocrine hormones. They go in your bloodstream. Paracrine hormones. They work on nearby cells. Autocrine hormones. They affect cell types and cause biological effects. Again, don't tell Barrett about this. And intracrine hormones, which act intracellularly. 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 Let's look at an example of how these things might work, right? So, say you have a high serum glucose concentration, right? Biochemical signals in a kind of negative feedback regulation will tell your body to promote insulin synthesis. Insulin will then reduce glucose levels in your body to maintain homeostasis. Good, right? I've just realized I've been very, very sciencey and dense. So let me sort of break it down a bit. So you've got very high blood sugar. Your body's a bit like, whoa, hang on, too much. Come on, sort it out. So then your body starts making insulin, which reduces glucose levels. You know, all the sugar gets rid of it. Done, gone. Get some of that down, not too much. You still need a little bit. Um, and homeostasis just means everything's back to normal. So there's an example like of how it would work. Another fact from the realm of hormones, Charles Darwin, the Charles Darwin and his son, were the first people to realise that plants have hormones too. Right, so he wasn't just obsessed with animals, good to know. And in vertebrates, there are loads more loads more hormones it's not just all your um, all your signaling ones you've got proteins amino acids steroids now steroids aren't just for making you big and meaty steroids are also sex hormones things like that okay so just bear that in mind even some gases are hormones like nitric oxide yeah i know crazy so to round this whole a to z off Hormones is a hormones a very wide definition. It's basically a load of chemicals what tell plants, animals, fungi what to do, how to behave, how to get things going on in them. And they're really marvelous things. But don't tell Barrett about them because he'll freak out, okay? Right. That's it for A to Z this week. I'm not it's not the end, obviously. I need to get to Z. Come down to Gramson's Old Timey Sweetie and Beverage Emporium. We've got two kilos of Donald's chocolate doorstops for threepence. We also stock dandelion cream by the pint and Sally's scrumptious jubblies. So ask our clerk about our delivery services or drop in today. Remember, nostalgia is only a mouthful away.
I'm going a bit off-piste here. That's why I've had to use a snippet of the intro music because we don't have jingles for these. We're going, you know, this is guerrilla podcasting. Sounds like something Barrett would do, actually. So now for this segment, I thought I could read a little bit of my book, How to Be Your Best Brain. Chapter 1. Brain. What is a brain? It's who you are. It's who you were. It's who you will be. It's what you do, what you say, what you think. But it's also a piece of meat. It's very wet and wrinkly, and it's made of two hemispheres, much like our Earth. Um, a side note here that's not in the book. Don't mention that to, like, creationists, because they'll have an absolute field day with that. You know, intelligent design and everything. Anyway, don't get me started on that. Back to the book. Like a new houseplant, or a hobby, the brain must be nurtured to be its best. And that's where this book comes in. I'm going to guide you through 37 chapters all about you and your brain. With the history of the brain and the discovery of all its anatomy and little bits. Right through to what the future of the brain could be and if we should be putting tech in it to get even more out of it. Um, I don't mean I'll be doing all that on the podcast. This is just the intro talking about, you know, everything that's in the book. You know, a comprehensive book about the brain. I even talk about my own brain every now and then. Um, I had a lot of tests done on it for the book specifically. So, you know, I can give you first-hand account of a brain. But what I really want this book to do for people is just for them to get the most out of their brain. But I should probably move on because Barrett might not be too happy with me um, plugging my book too much. So if you can get a copy of my book, that's great. If you can't get a copy, um, borrow it off somebody who's bought a copy. But then please do convince someone else to buy it to make up for that loss of a sale. Um, That would be great. So for this section, I thought I'd have a look at some of the reviews that you've all left. Um, some of them are written reviews. Some of them you've sent in little voice notes with reviews, which is really nice. So let's just go through a few of those, shall we? So this review is from Remington White from Mississippi. I love the podcast. I'll listen to it every day. Very nice review. Thank you very much, Remington. Straight to the point. I like it. We have another positive review from Fraser Feng, all the way from Hong Kong. Now, he has written a nice review on iTunes, giving it five stars as well. Thank you very much. And he says, I love the podcast to break up my studies. I listen to it 24-7, even when having dinner with my family. Uh, thank you for the lovely review, Fraser. Nice to hear from a dedicated fan. Say hello to your family next time you see them from me and Barrett. And we have another audio review from Rory Stoller, who at the moment is living in Copenhagen. Hello, podcast. I'd just like to give a shout-out to my beautiful wife, Helen. We've been married one week, and she gets more beautiful by the day. I'd also like to say hello to our two beautiful dogs, Chocolate and Banana. They're the best friends a man could ask for. Thank you. Right, that wasn't really a review, was it, Rory? Um, I'm going to leave it in the podcast just as an example of what not to do. 
don't do that because it's not going to work. We're not going to give you a shout out. Okay. Well, I mean, it kind of did work for him, but I'm, I'm making an example. Don't do that. Okay. Please. And we have another from Kim Rodriguez. Doesn't say where she's from. She says, I listen to your podcast every day on the way to work. It makes it much easier to face my horrible boss and all my awful colleagues. So thank you so much for bringing it out every week. Thanks again for that, Kim. Um, if you are listening to it every day, um, and we only bring out one, one a week, you are going to run out soon. So maybe find a new job that you can face or find another podcast that's just as good as ours. I know that might be quite hard. And we have two more reviews now. One positive, not one not so positive. I'll leave the not so positive one till the end so I can talk about it. But first, we have a positive one. And this is another audio one from Martin McGooley. Hello, podcasters. I like when the two of you catch up at the start of the podcast. I don't normally listen to the rest of it, but I like what you do and keep doing it. Thanks a lot. No, thank you for that review. That was very nice. I'll be sure to play that one to Barrett when he gets back. And now, not to um, not to bring it down too much, but we have a, a review from Sarah Q here that she's written on iTunes. Um, yeah, noticeably she hasn't left a full last name. I wonder why. She says simply, tone it down with the brains. Um, Sarah, if you're listening, we won't be toning it down with the brains. Because we like talking about advice and we like talking about brains. Um, if you don't like it, you know, then uh, I don't know. Just, just be a bit nicer on the reviews, please. And just a, a, a positive note. I, I, I've just thought of something. I'll bring it up a little bit, actually. Our overall rating for our podcast is 4.9 stars out of 5. That's brilliant. Um, I think I can guess he brought it down from 5. Uh-huh. But 4.9 stars is brilliant. That's better than Radio 7's Book Club and The Man Hour with Donnie Maguire. Um, don't know what they are, but, you know, we're better than them, and I can prove it. So now I want to talk about some of my favourite brains from history. Some of them are obvious, maybe. Some of them not so obvious. So. Let's begin. Who's the first celebrity you think of when someone says brilliant brain? Note to me, just leave a little gap for the audience to answer there. If you said Einstein, I think I'd be on the same page as you. What a brilliant man and what a brilliant brain. So apart from general relativity, which I don't understand at all, he also did a lot of stuff about time. He had a wild haircut. And he got that picture taken when he was sticking his tongue out. Something which people didn't do back then. He was a real trendsetter when it came to that. He's so brainy, in fact, that people say Einstein to mean genius. He was a lover of music and a hater of war. Um, a lot of people know that he wrote a letter to the American president during World War II and said, Listen, Germany might be making nuclear bombs. You ought to do the same. But later in life, he regretted it and then said, no, don't do the nuclear bomb stuff anymore. So Einstein was a brilliant man with a brilliant brain and a brilliant heart too. Another favourite brain of mine 
belongs to Steven Spielberg, film director. His brain is brilliant to me because he can make films about all kinds of things. He's made films about aliens more than once. He's made films about war. He's made films about dinosaurs. He's made a film about a scary shark. He can do it all as far as I'm concerned. Here's a little story about when Spielberg directed Jaws at only 27 years of age. When they were making the film, a lot of the cast and crew kept getting scared by the shark thinking it was real. And Stephen would always take time out to comfort them and to explain to them again that the shark isn't real. Okay, it's an animatronic. So that's just, that's just one example of, of how brilliant he was. Also, people don't say this enough, but a lot of his shots were very good. He had a keen eye for casting and also always knew to work with the irreplaceable John Williams. Here's a few more facts about Steven Spielberg. His favourite sandwich is a peanut butter and fish finger sandwich on brown bread. Stephen famously hated the Rolling Stones, kicking Mick Jagger out of the premiere of Jurassic Park. Much like Einstein, he also loved music. He plays the double bass, bassoon, saxophone, panpipes, flute, viola, drums and other various percussion. So let's move on to my final favourite brain. Now this one might be a bit of a curveball for you guys. And we don't actually know who it belongs to. I'll explain. I think the best brain ever was the brain that belonged to the caveman or woman that created the wheel and fire. Without that person and their amazing brain, the world today would be a wheelless, fireless hellhole. So we don't know a lot about them, but I'd like to think they were very independent. Maybe while the rest of the tribe were going off picking berries and hunting woolly mammoths. This person would rather be inventing maths or drawing on the walls of the cave, rolling things around maybe before they figured out the wheel, of course. Maybe they'd make weapons that were just slightly better than the other cave peoples. Maybe they'd know which berries were poisonous and they'd point this out to their dumber cave mates. This is all just speculation, but my favourite brain belongs to them and I'd just like to salute them, whoever they were. So, with that, we come to the end of the podcast. But before I actually leave you, I'd really like to read you a poem I wrote. Um, It's a sort of ode to the brain. So here we go. Brain, brain, I love you, brain. Without you, life would be in vain. Pink and squishy, big and wet. I love you, brain. I'm glad we met. You do all my thinking for me. You make me happy, hungry, horny. Without you, brain, I'd just sit still. And with that, just boredom. No chance of thrills. So thank you, brain, for everything and more. You're my best friend, and you, I adore. So thanks for listening, everyone. No, this isn't part of the poem now. Thanks for listening, everyone. New episode next Monday. And Barra will be back. Thank you. Bye. This has been, yet again, a Scorpion.